Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. Uh, here in this series, we're going to be discussing uh, current events that are going on uh, in politics. We're also going to take a look at some political theory and uh, see where that can lead us. Uh, but on today's episode, we're going to be taking a look at the 2022 midterm elections uh, that just happened, where we're standing right now. Georgia is going into a runoff between Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock. Alaska is still technically not determined uh, because of their ranked choice voting system, but we're projected that that's going to go Republican. Arizona's a toss-up right now, but it's not looking super great with Mark Kelly leading Blake Masters. And in Nevada... Uh, Republicans are leading by a very slim margin there uh, with a few more votes to cast or a few more votes to count there. Uh, so we're, we're going to be taking a look at an election audit. You know, what went right for Republicans? What went wrong? And going into November 8th, we were expecting this really big red wave and that did not materialize. So what happened there? And, and we're going to jump right into it by taking a look at the Biden administration. Biden seemed like a very easy punching bag coming into this election. Uh, he, he's failed on the economy. He failed in Afghanistan. He failed during COVID. Even where Joe Biden could claim victory, it, it seems very cheap, uh, especially to independents. But where Republicans drop the ball here is that we've been pushing this anti-Biden narrative since 2020, and that seems to be really the only talking point that's been out of Republican leadership. You can't win elections just because you're trying to say that President Biden is bad. You need to have more substance behind that. It didn't work for Democrats in 2018 with the, the, tr the Trump bad narrative, and, and it's not working for us right now. It, to me, it doesn't seem like Democrats and independents are blaming Biden's failures on congressional Democrats. And the reason that is is because there's just been too much focus placed on Biden's incompetence and not on the shortcomings of Democrat policies. I think we would have been more successful if we were able to show that it's Democrat policies that are to blame here and not just the president. And we really see that materialize in Pennsylvania in the Fetterman versus Oz election. This was the most talked about race leading up to election day. Republicans were really counting on winning this seat to flip the Senate, and it did not work out. So let's look at the technical aspect as to why that is. Early voting in Pennsylvania started 50 days before the election there. So when it came time for the Fetterman versus Oz debate, where Fetterman really showed everybody, all, all the voters, just how much his stroke has uh, affected him, uh, a lot of people had already voted. And that, that is the technical aspect as to why Oz lost that race. 
But the bottom line is, is that Oz was just not the star candidate that Republicans wanted him to be. Uh, it feels like he tried to coast in on name recognition and that same anti-Biden messaging, and that just didn't work. I think we're seeing this rejection of celebrity candidates. We see it with Oz, Herschel Walker in Georgia. The jury's still out on that, but we... I think we've seen it there, too. You can't just win on your name alone. And I think that we're we're seeing a lot of these celebrities come out and start running because they see that Donald Trump did it, and they think they can do it, too. But Donald Trump didn't win in 2016 because he was the host of The Celebrity Apprentice. He won because he resonated with the voters. He, He ran on really important platforms and issues and and that's why he won it's not just because his last name is trump and he's famous and 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 so that's why i think that that we lost pennsylvania there looking at a big success this year is florida and ron desantis desantis is really the big winner this year and this is where republicans need to be looking for what we need to do in the future DeSantis managed to turn what some would consider a purple state deep red. And and just to show you the magnitude of that, in in this election, 2022, he won by nearly a 10-point margin. In 2018, he only won by 0.4%. That is an incredible bump in margin. Uh, And let's take a look at some of the counties that DeSantis flipped. He flipped Miami-Dade County. He flipped Palm Beach. He flipped Hillsborough, Duval, uh, among many others. You know, these should be Democrat strongholds, and, and he really tore down those blue walls. And so we have to understand why. Why is it that we saw success in Florida and we did not see it elsewhere in the country? The big issue here is that DeSantis brought substance. He wasn't just harping on the the old messaging on Biden. He fought the culture wars. He rolled up his sleeves and he offered solutions to the issues that are plaguing our country instead of just whining. He fought the Biden agenda. He, he fought on COVID. He kept Florida free and was very successful. He's standing up to woke corporations such as Disney and big tech. He is an ally to parents and families fighting against the woke agenda that's being pushed onto our youth and our kids. Uh, And he's passed pro-life legislation uh, fighting back against abortion. And in that same vein, apart from Ron DeSantis, I I really think that Republican governors who passed pro-life legislation since Roe v. Wade was overturned, was uh, they were very successful here. You know, take a look at North and South Dakota, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Tennessee, and especially in Texas where Governor Gray Abbott faced off against Beto O'Rourke, which seems to be who the Democrats want to be their sweetheart. What's interesting that came out of Governor Greg Abbott's race in Texas is that exit polls showed that women turned out for Greg Abbott just as much as they did in 2018. So we're seeing that these culture wars are winning issues for us. This is really where the focus should be 
going forward. And and in the future, Repu- Republicans need to step up and adapt to the new DeSantis model GOP of taking on these issues and providing this kind of substance. This new Ron DeSantis model of the Republican Party is really going to have to be a big focus for House Republicans between now and 2024. We may win the House by a slim margin. That's what it looks like it's being projected right now. And so we might see a future Speaker of the House, McCarthy. And McCarthy is going to have an uphill battle trying to get Republicans to really fight against the Biden administration. Congressional Republicans are infamous for having all bark and no bite. We saw that in 2016 where we won the executive and both chambers of Congress, and we didn't see anything come out of Congress. We need to have substance come out of the House of Representatives uh, after this election. If we don't, we're really not going to be able to show the American people and the voters that it's the Democrats as a whole, Democrats as a party, that is hindering uh, America. We really need to show that Republicans are here to offer answers and offer solutions and and not just that we are fighting against an incompetent president. We've seen this year that that's not a winning argument. We need to provide substance. With all that being said, this is still a win for Republicans. It's hard. It's not what we expected. But it's better than where we were in 2020. Going forward into 2024, if we want to win, we need to punch back hard. We need to model Ron DeSantis and fight these culture wars and really put the flaws of the Democrat agenda under a microscope. We need that substance. We need to show that Republicans are the ones that are providing answers and providing solutions. If we don't do that, 2024 is going to be a very, very hard election to win. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of my podcast. I hope that you found it informative. If you want to stay tuned on any future projects that I have or any episodes that might be coming up, please be sure to follow me on social media at Jimmy J. Teeling. Thank you very much.